This is the Saucy Picks Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Saucy Picks Podcast. We got a new week for you. We are missing our main man, Saucy, but the show rolls on. I got Fred here with me, and we are going to record a show for you. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? I hope everybody had a happy and safe New Year. was responsible, but had a party. Um, I don't know about you guys. I was in Vegas. I know, Mark, you went to Big Bear. How was that? Big Bear was fun, man. Uh, it was five hours to get up there, which was a little ridiculous. Yeah, the, that is a little excessive. The traffic going up there was crazy. Um, yeah. But once we're on the mountain, it was good times. I'm tell, I'll tell you, going skiing, snowboarding on New Year's Day, if you can wake up after the hangover, it is the day to go, man. There was no lines. Me and Corey, we got, we got there, and we literally thought a lift was closed because there was nobody getting on it. We're like, is that lift closed? And we're like, nah, it looks open. Let's go for it. That that's, that's how dead it was. That's got to be a good feeling going up there and just being like, fuck, we're not, we're gonna get like three runs tops, and then all of a sudden you have like the biggest snowboarding day you've ever been. Yeah, it was sick. I mean, it was cold as shit. 18 degrees, yeah. super windy at the top, so it was less than ideal conditions. But at least we didn't have to wait in long ass lines to get get through that. So now, are you? Are you? I know Corey is a decent snowboarder. I'm not sure if he jumps and shit, but do you jump? No. And grind and stuff? Well, no. I've had a couple bad experiences that I try oh. just try not to get hurt, man. I'm not trying to go yeah. up there and get hurt, you know. Corey right. was How taking about- it easy because of his knee. Um Yeah. And actually, instead of snowboarding, I went skiing this time. I haven't Did you? I haven't skied since I was like 12 years old, but fucking threw on the skis just for the shits and giggles and tore it up, you know. Yeah, you're getting older. <laughs> yeah, I got to get into the dad mode. That's right. That's right. How about wifey? Does she snowboard or ski? Nah, man. I, I've tried no. to get her a couple of times, but uh, yeah. not her thing. So she uh, let me go alone or let me go with Corey. And, That's cool, though. Yeah. Yeah, total total opposite in Vegas. Everywhere we went, $300 cover, $150 for girls. Like you've been to vegas everybody's been to vegas at least once usually the chicks just skate through anywhere bottles if they're hot free bottles not this time like hard 150 for chicks three bones for guys to get into a club yeah dude and then it was just like the lamest club there like 150 for guys 75 for chicks and then but the line was like three hours dude and these people waited till probably 2 30 to get in celebrated new year's in vegas lines like just it wasn't for us so we just celebrated at this little spot off the strip me andrew and Riss, and we left we lost our other two buddies but it was cool i won a little bit of money andrew unfortunately lost his cool uh highland won a little money so that was cool <laughs> um, nice nice yeah it's always good to walk away from vegas the winter and uh i did that this time because I, I didn't really drink so i didn't drink at all actually but uh, so that was a nice change, you know. Usually I get drunk and just lose my shit. There you so go. So just kept it in containment, lost That's a couple solid. hundred, and was like, all right, it's time to walk away. Regrouped, and just went back and won like seven fifty, dude. Walked away up. 
Nice. Good weekend. So you covered covered your expenses. Yeah, my girlfriend risked. She lost a little money, so I I covered her. I just reimbursed her, so it was a good time. There you go. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. But with that being said, I did lose a little money on these games. Some unforeseen stuff happened, but we'll get into that. Uh, I'll let you go ahead and tell me what we got. Leave me on a cliffhanger. All right. Um, well, I wanted to start it off by saying uh, thank you to all the listeners. Uh, last episode, the Christmas episode, we had our most listeners ever, actually. Um, really? Yeah. yeah. DJ gave us our first review, so shout out, DJ. Good looking, DJ. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Alex promised him something special for leaving our first review. And I think I'm going to try to get him on the podcast eventually, give him, give him some airtime for his nice. kind review. Cool. Let's, so let's, I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully we can get that set yeah. up soon. Hell yeah. All right. And now let's get into last week's Saucy Picks, which Saucy's in Australia. So it's been kind of uh, sparse, but he did give us two games to put out, which the first one he was hell bent on. And actually both of us uh, picked the other way um, and was Bears at the Vikings. Week 17 must win for the Vikings. And they did not pull it out. Not at all. I, I, I don't think I saw a play over 20 yards from the Vikings. Um, yeah, that the Bears looked for real. I don't know about you, but for some, there's just something not there for me with the Bears, but even less with the Vikings. Like Anytime you got a big-time name quarterback for 80-plus million and he's just shit in the bed regularly, you can't rely on that defense. You know, whatever the case may be, great defense, blah, blah, blah. They've got all the talent on offense, but Cousins is just not the dude. Dude, they were roll- They were rolling into the game. Like, I'll admit, they were playing pretty well, which is, I think, why Alex was so high on them. But um, I, th- I don't think you were here last episode when Alex and I were talking about that game. And one of the things that I brought up was the the Vikings didn't beat a good team all year. They beat every team they were supposed to beat. But they didn't right. beat a good team all year, which um, yeah. <laughs> hopefully they were going to pull one out in the last week of the season. But Against that Bears, stout Bears defense. Didn't. What was it? It was five and a half, right? Five and a half, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Freaking A. Yeah, we tried to get him off that, but you know Alex and all the listeners know him. Once he gets on a on a uh, team, he's not letting, uh, not letting loose. So hopefully we can learn from that and just – I know Alex has these feelings and, you know, teams that he likes to bet, but that just goes to show, you know, if the eye te- if they're not passing the eye test, you can think that they're underperforming or that a team's overperforming, but you just kind of got to learn to move on. Otherwise, you're just going to get stuck in these ruts and there's no you, – you're not going to get out of it. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. So that brings us to our next game, um, the Titans at the Colts. We took the Colts, which – Ended up being a good call. The yeah. Titans without Mariota, yeah, seemed I, seemed like a no brainer almost. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think that one was what six and a half. Uh, it was only four and a half at the end, I think. Oh wow, yeah. So that means that people just thought that Derrick Henry was just going to continue rolling. But the Colts, man, the Colts are decent, uh, in decent shape heading into uh, the playoffs. I don't know if I don't know what version of Andrew Luck we're going to get, but. Um, overall, they look strong. Marlon Max running the ball really well. The defense stepped up. Um, I just, I don't know how, I don't know how many t- 
times has Andrew Luck been in the playoffs? You know what? I'm not sure. That's a good question. But he's like, yeah. I watched some of his interviews this week, and he's super stoked on it. Oh, yeah. He's like, hell yeah, man. This is like the best. I, what did he say? This is the best feeling in the world. It or feels so stinking good or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, so stinking good. That's totally like, you can just picture him and Philip Rivers sitting at the Mormon table just like rejoicing and listening to Tim Tebow. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, um, they've got a tough week ahead of them, though. I'll tell you that much. They do. We'll get into that a little later. Um, we're going to yeah. talk about all four of the uh, playoff games this weekend. Awesome. Yeah, this is a good time to be a sports fan. You got Bama Clemson coming up um, and the NFL playoffs. There's nothing like it. I mean, um, it's just it's fun to be a sports fan. Yeah, it is. Um, so let's start it off by talking about uh, some bowl games. Uh, I know you've been paying some pretty close attention to the bowl games, and I was bragging earlier about beating you. Yeah, you were, I think, on this very podcast. I was. And um, now it's a runaway. Yeah, for all the listeners out there, Fred took over the lead, as expected almost, but uh, took over the lead and is now the w- the winner of Bowl Mania <laughs> with no chance of losing even uh, after the championship game, so... Congratulations, Fred. Hey, thank you, you man. It was took it. It was a nice little hundred dollar win, but forget the hundred bucks. It's more about the bragging rights. <laughs> you want to talk about any of the bowl games you watched this week? Yeah, I mean I did I parlayed um I took Notre Dame. I took uh what who did I take? I took Notre Dame, I took Northwestern, and I took I think I took Oklahoma plus, but I took Notre Dame money line and every the other two bets hit and Notre Dame just got whacked. Yeah, that wasn't even a game. I mean, I don't know. I, for some reason, I thought that Dexter Lawrence being out was just going to deflate that team and it was the total opposite. Like, uh, Trevor Lawrence came out and just, that guy, a freshman, dude, he's a gunslinger. He's yeah, going to be, he's going to be, a very good quarterback in the NFL. You know, he's tall. He he can run the ball pretty freaking well. He puts the ball where he wants, like, almost every time. He puts the ball on these guys. And that team just, I don't know. I, if it wasn't Alabama, I think that the line would be, like, 21. But Alabama, just the dynasty that they are, opens at 6.5, and, and I don't see it moving much off that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's a – But Notre Dame didn't score a point until – when late right did they even score yeah they had three points yeah through 30 to three right mm-hmm Jeez louise man did you watch that game i didn't i was uh busy with your family stuff sure sure yeah they got whacked texas was a big one I, i'm surprised the texas lost i saw you put your most on georgia the most oh points yeah you i was i was pretty confident with georgia i like that game yeah um I I've, I I put money on Jake Fromm earlier in the year to win the Heisman, mm-hmm. um, but he just kind of didn't really show up ever. Um, and then that team as a whole just kind of crapped the bed. What a what a letdown for them! But yeah, hey, they played Bama so well. I was like, they did, yeah. They must like you just assume like they play Bama that well. They're one of the best teams in the country. A lot of people were like, they definitely belong in the fourteen playoff. So. Did, did you see that uh, on after the game, Texas was holding up a sign? They held up a sign saying, um, I think something to the effect of 
the best four teams aren't in the or weren't in the playoffs lol like because georgia had said that <laughs> yeah did you see that yeah yeah, uh, and they got smacked. Uh, it really wasn't close. That game wasn't close, I don't think. They scored at the end, but by that point, you're down two touchdowns with 30 seconds. You're not going to yeah. do much. Yeah. Um, really no other games. Kind of just – I have a, I mean, I have a game because I know you watched this one. The Cheez-Its Bowl, was it the best or the worst game ever with those nine interceptions? Oh, yeah, in the red zone too? Uh Man, that was. Would you say what, it's the best or the worst game? Because I mean, it was close. It was close. I don't know that it. It was exciting. I don't know. I don't think it was the best or the worst, but it was an exciting game, and it was kind of funny. You know, the the thing is with those bowl games, they're hard to like follow in a way because there's so many of them, and it's like I don't know about. You, well, I know you. You've got you. You allow Amanda her cooking shows or her wedding whatever shows. Riss tries to watch that shit. It's like, uh-uh. It's either Sports Center or we're not watching TV. <laughs> yeah, so. I'm, I'm forced to watch some 90 Day Fiance, uh, Real Housewives. Yeah. yeah. So I'm. it's hard for me to just be, be like, babe, well, it's the Alamo Valero Bowl. Or, babe, it's the freaking Waterworld Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Like, she's like, okay, I don't care. Can we stop watching football now? Because I've never heard of East Grambling State. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but. I try to I try to pull the same thing. I'm like, babe, it's like the national championships, and she was like, well, there was a big game last week that you yeah. wanted to watch. <laughs> right, there's always right. something. I, the funny thing is too, I like I love college football too, and college football has like Big Monday, Super Tuesday, Wild Wednesday, like. Like tremendous Thursday, <laughs> there's a, there's a theme for every day, and she's like, "It was just Big Monday. I don't care if it's su- Super Tuesday." <laughs> yeah, and she hates it, but I I love that shit. That's that's hilarious because that definitely came up this season with the NFL because I'd watch a Thursday night game. Uh-huh. She'd be like, "Cool with it," and then uh, Sunday comes around, and she's like, "You were just watching all day, <laughs> all day." Thursday and I'm like yeah no that was like a couple days ago and then we I'd try to watch the Monday night game she's like you are just watching all- <laughs> yeah 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 well it's now hilarious. it's condensed so now we only got Saturdays and Sundays and yeah. then the cool thing is I think that Amanda's the same way as on in February when it's Super Bowl they'll they'll be there at the party engaged and watching it and that they, they have a good time with it right oh yeah oh yeah, yeah so that's cool no, there's some guys out there that are like man I, I hear it in Vegas all the time at the sports books they're like man I just let my wife, she goes to the day spa for three days and I have to come out here and this is my only time away. I'm like, that sucks, dude. I don't, I hope I never get like that. (laughs) That's a little extreme. I try to, we try to share our time, you know, 50, 50. Right. That's why usually like a Tuesday, Wednesday, I let her, I let her go hard in the paint on some of those, uh, Bravo TLC shows. Very rarely I'll do it. If it's The Bachelor, I might get a little immersed. I've been involved in a few seasons, but other than that. Oh, I'm all into The Bachelor. Actually, <laughs> last season, I joined a fantasy league. That was, Riss does that too. Yeah, I did. I joined a fantasy league with Amanda's friends, and your boy took home the ship. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Nice. What was the, what was the, who was the winner? Was it a man or a woman? Um, like, what what was it? The Bachelor or the Bachelorette? Fuck, I don't even remember, dude. I really? Don't, I don't remember. Oh. She no, it was, it was a girl. It was a woman. It was a woman. Yeah. Was it the black chick? 
No, that was a couple years ago. Uh, no, who was it? It was, oh, it was a brunette chick. I forget her name. Dude, so many people watch that show and it's like, I was just laughing about it today. Riss follows these people on Instagram and I see the one and it's uh, Aaron Rodgers' brother. Do you know Jordan yeah. Rodgers? Yeah. And Joel Fletcher. And they, they've been on, they've been engaged for like three and a half years and Riss is like, well, babe, it's because they only known each other for two months before they popped the question. I'm like, uh, who cares? The point is to get married on the show, not to be like carry on this relationship and basically just get famous and then not move forward with the freaking wedding. That's <laughs> bullshit. That's just a publicity stunt in my eyes. They're sitting there announcing one of the, the bowl games and it's like, you pussies, you, you can't have a, a ring on your finger for longer than like, or an engagement ring longer than like a year, year and a half, two years tops. Yeah, more than two years. I, I can see over over a year. Because, dude, yeah, it's hard to plan a wedding, so... Well, okay, yeah. Over a year, if you're like, all right, well, the the venue I want wasn't available, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah, Unforeseen circumstances. No, these fuckers are just out there parading themselves in Bali and, and Miami. Like, oh, yeah, we just got famous because of nothing. Dude, people get famous on that show. It's crazy. No kidding, dude. She follows, like, every single one of them. <laughs> dude, actually, speaking of shows, I just binged a show on Netflix the last OG with Tracy Morgan, really, dude, is great. Is uh, it's like an, a TNT show that they put on Netflix, right, bro? You have to watch it. There's two. All right, two things about Netflix, and then let's let's get back into the sports. First one, I want to watch the Taylor Swift Taylor Swift Reputation show. Uh, it's like the new. It's the tour, but like into a show form. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my girl. I love T Swift. Oh, I gotta I gotta check that one out too. Yeah, I like check it. that. I haven't. It came out on New Year's Eve, so we were in Vegas, didn't get to watch it. But and then second one, have you seen Bird Box? No, but everything online is about up. Bird Box. I know. I, know. Well, I, I don't. I, I'm not a scary movie guy, and anything with people not wanting to see shit or blindfolding, I'm out. Dude, I don't know. Like, I've seen everything online, and I, I'm not very tempted to watch it, but maybe. A, it's worth the attention and I should, I should dive in. I think if you're not, if you don't have any oppositions to it, yeah, why not? But Hey, how about, how about you watch it and report back? Let me know if I should watch it. Hell no. Yeah, dude, you should watch it. Not a chance. All right, back to sports and something we talked about last episode. Uh, the Lakers played the Warriors on Christmas and that was the game. Remember, we were making fun of you because you picked the Lakers against your intuition. You're like, I did. Oh, I'll go with the Lakers. Yeah, you guys swayed me. And again, Lakers <laughs> smashed. They did. They smacked that ass. That was crazy. Yeah, that that was a crazy one. Um, I mean, I think it was just one of those games where the Warriors didn't come out right from the get go. If they're not hitting shots, they just. They don't really have like a secondary game plan, you know, like KD mm-hmm. can score anywhere. Steph can score anywhere, but they're shooters. They, that's what they do. If they're not hitting their shots, it's just like, oh, well, like they can't win 82 games. But at the end of the day, they're going to yeah. be hard, I saw the, hard pressed. I saw the shot chart on ESPN and it was ugly. It was all empty circles around the three-point yeah. line. Right. But since then, Clay's got rolling. Yeah. Uh, 
they're they're playing just very well. Uh, Andre Iguodala is even balling out. Did you re- see uh, Clay after he he started getting hot? He's talking to his hand. Yeah, he looks at his hand, says, "I missed you, <laughs> dude." That was fucking great. I know. I saw it. Uh, he was getting interviewed by somebody, and they were like, "Oh well, you know, you've been missing some shots. Are you gonna like look for uh, look for help from anyone?" He's like, he looks at the guy like, "Who the f- can help me?" Unless it's Reggie Miller or Ray Allen, who the fuck am I going to ask? Like, you know, that's just, I mean, he, he's arguably the greatest shooter of all time or top five for sure. Yeah, he's I mean, great. He's just not hitting shots. But, the, I mean, LeBron goes down. Today, Kuzma just got hurt. Ooh, Rondo's got hurt. out again. Kuzma got hurt tonight. I don't know if it's serious or not, but uh, Rondo goes down. And then you look at... So you look at the Lakers, and then just do me a favor, look at the Rockets and see my comparisons. The Rockets, without Chris Paul, they've had some injuries here and there to certain guys, mm-hmm. but the Rockets just have James Harden. He's averaged 40 a, ga- or 40 a game over 10 games, the only other two to do it. The GOAT, He's going crazy. Kobe, and Michael Jordan. Wow. Um, and they're just they're steamrolling now. They're like at the top of the West again. Um and then you look at the Lakers, and they're, like, struggling. They're keeping afloat, but winning a game here, losing three. I don't I don't know how far the Lakers can get, even with LeBron healthy, because they don't have a go-to guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, tonight, Contavious dropped, I think, 23. Um, Lonzo's missing everything except the, the, the bottom of the court. He can't hit the brim, even. Missing free throws. <laughs> they booed him tonight. Oof. Yeah, at Staples. Um, I don't know. The Lakers just, they need to get a guy. If they can get a guy, a scorer, a perennial scorer, they're looking really solid. But until that time comes, you know. But, yeah, I mean, Golden State Lakers, the Lakers wax that ass. Dude, stuff like that makes sports betting so hard. So oh, hard. yeah, it does. All right. That's, that's the crazy thing. It was only, like, what, a nine-point spread? I think it was nine. Lakers, yeah, yeah. Lakers plus nine. Yeah. So it's like, well, the Warriors should smash, but right? then it's it ends up being a forty point swing. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, last bit of uh, sports news from last week. John Jones is back, son. What did you think that's, about it? I know that's your boy. I love John Jones too. I love winners, and he. It really wasn't close. I. I I keep saying that, but it wasn't. Did you feel like it was it, close at any certain point? No, it wasn't. It wasn't really close. He dominated no. the whole time. He kept his distance so well. I yeah. mean, he's just the next level fighter. That's why they protect him, dude. They, the, all they the, do everything they can. All the stuff leading up to the fight disappointed me so much. Like they're yeah. just trying to cover their tracks with the yeah. whole steroid thing. Like, are you kidding me? I feel like everything that comes out of there. The UFC's fucking propaganda machine is bullshit. It's like it makes it so hard to be a fan of this. Like I love the sport, but the UFC. Yeah, God I agree. Damn, I agree. If there was, if this was going on in basketball or the NFL, there'd be so many protests and so much more talk about it. But really, the only ones who care are like the the beat writers, of like directly affiliated with the UFC. Did yeah. you see the one, the chick Ariel? I think. Ariel Helwani or That's something? That's not a or, chick, but yeah, Ariel Helwani. I know Ariel Helwani. No, no, then it was a girl because she – I don't know if it was Ariel Helwani. Uh, it was a chick, and she asked from the crowd, like, hey, John, uh, oh, is there a re- yeah. 
you see that? I did see it. The chick asked asked him about a question, and he was just like, "Next question. That's terrible reporting." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Dana got all up in her ass too. Like, that's just they're doing everything they can t- to protect him. He's their biggest superstar, so I get it. But like, I mean, the only thing I like about him is that he's just he's like so boisterous about everything. He's willing to admit it, probably just because he got caught. But and well, then he, he didn't just, admit he didn't admit it completely. He. I mean, well, he said he beat the shit out of uh, DC while he was on Yayo. Yeah, well, he admitted to that, and then like he claimed something about dick pills, which was complete horseshit. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's and no that, way you take, there's no way you take dick pills, and then two years later you still test positive for fucking right. small traces of HGH get or the whatever. Fuck it was. out of here. But I did like how he goes, "Hey, DC, Daddy's home." <laughs> you like that? Damn, dude. I don't I know. Fucking, I, I don't love know. John Jones for that. Just I love guys like who know they're good, and they just talk shit. Come beat me. He's great. He, honestly, dude, no one breaks down fights like he does. Like if you watch the um, post-fight interview, he was talking about how the first fight he was in the wrong distance, and this fight he completely changed it up and dominated because of it. Right. It's all about making adjustments, and that's why I if uh, if we have enough time, I'd like to talk about Super Bowl picks. Uh, just pick a winner, but nobody breaks down. I mean, if you can break down in mid fight, if something's not working or mid game, if something's not working and make adjustments, that's usually the winner. So, yeah, I mean, that's what the Patriots have that's um, my winner. That, that's done. funny. You say that. That's who I was going to, that's who I picked to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I was going to say, well, that's what the Patriots have done at halftime. That's the only way they won 28 to three and they won yeah. anyway. Going with the Patriots, huh? That's a little preview. All right. Um, well, let's break down some games coming up next week. Um, last week, our podcast picks record. Alex went three and three. You went four and two, and I went five and one, baby. Damn! Check you out. Pulled into the lead. It just went what's, my way what's last the standings? week. So. Let's get into some first what, of all. Let's what? What are the standings in that? The the three week standings. Yeah. Um. Let me pull that up real quick. I think I pulled into the lead. I'm officially nine and four. Alex is eight and five, and you're pulling up the rear at six and seven. Six and seven. All right. Sounds about accurate for yeah. the way I've been going. You had a good, a good week last week, though. So, yeah, the Lakers helped you out. The uh, Bears helped us out. So, let's keep rolling. Um, so we got what? What? What's our first uh, NFL game we're gonna roll into? Well, so we're gonna talk about um, next week's national championship game. Obviously, that's that's probably the biggest game of the week. Uh, we got one big NBA game. The Rockets are at the Warriors, and then all four NFL wild card games. So let's let's start with the national championship Sweet. game. Clemson, is, as you alluded to earlier, is plus six versus Alabama. They're playing at Levi Stadium in Santa Clara. It's next Monday. Clemson coming off the thirty to three whooping of Notre Dame. Alabama. Was whooping Oklahoma. Started out twenty-eight to zero, but let Oklahoma back in it. Um, 
So what what are your thoughts on the game? How do you think it plays out? Well, Tua only had three incompletions yesterday, so it's literally the age-old tale of great defense versus great offense. I don't think it gets much more complicated than that. I don't know if we need to um, break down anything other than more than that. Uh, uh, it's literally Alabama's – their 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 offense is just unreal. Did you watch that game? I did not. Alabama, Oklahoma, yeah. They just got out from the very get-go. Tua's just throwing darts as usual. Um, Kyler, he he's a good runner and whatnot, so he's a little hard to pin down, especially in the college game. If you have a, a two – dual threat quarterback they usually fare pretty well you know what Mm -hmm. i mean like teddy bridgewater for as like a recent example who doesn't translate to to the pros he was a very good college quarterback so dual threat decent arm but just just a a, a, has the wheels so kyler did his thing on the ground but i i mean you can't really stop alabama um, unless you have a clemson type defense who Clemson somehow, someway always has like these these linemen, just stud linemen everywhere. And even without Dexter Lawrence, I think Clemson has one of the be- best defensive lines we've seen in the last 15 years. And a lot of them are going to go to the league. So, um, I mean, that's that's kind of like my my short take on it. Um, what what do you think about Clemson just as a defense, not even their offense right now? You know, I haven't really watched them play too much, so I've, I kind of have a hard time saying anything for sure. Like, I'm definitely not the expert on them. But okay. Alabama's offense has rolled over everyone. They do. They roll. And they're, they're both 14-0 and 0 for one reason. But let me just – I'm just looking uh, at, a, at a, a couple stats right now. Um, it's a very close matchup when, it, when all is said and done, even though Alabama looks like – the national championship or the national champion in my eyes and a lot of people's eyes points per game 44 for Clemson 47 for Alabama so close there points allowed 14 Clemson 14.8 Alabama 530 total yards pretty much for both teams 527 for Bama Um, and then the rushing Clemson ETN they've got a dual threat they've got ETN Travis ETN and then they've got another guy uh Bama has like four running backs that they like to switch in and out. Najee Harris is probably my favorite, um, but they don't use him too, too much. But, I mean, and then you look at their their defense. Yards allowed, 276, 295. So Alabama gives up 20 more yards. No big deal. Pass yards, 180, 180 about. Rush yards, 92, 117. So it's really going to be can can Clemson do anything to stop that offense because if they can they've got a chance but if they can't they're not going to be able to put enough points on the board i mean like you can't overlook clemson's offense no that it's not overlooking them it's just like is clemson going to score every single time do you think that's what it takes i think that it's going to be close i don't think it's going to be um the over under is 59 and a half so they're thinking like 30 to 27 would be ideal for vegas um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are going to take the over on that. It seems a little low to me, especially the way these two teams are playing. Uh, minus six. So, I mean, I don't see. I don't think Vegas is putting that out there, thinking it's going to be like, um, like twenty to seventeen or twenty to fourteen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. What's your take on that line? It's kind. I I wish Alex was here. 
to say what he thinks because I know that he's very active with Clemson. Yeah, he I, I like Clemson. Bama. So this is kind of the, one of the games that I was looking forward to ta- to bantering with him about because he's all about ba- uh, Clemson. Yeah, I you know I'm not really sure what he thinks. Um, for me, it's kind of a flip of a coin. I wouldn't be the one betting this one. Um, but yeah, for the podcast picks, what are you taking? Is it this is a podcast game? Yeah, we're gonna pick every game we awesome. talk about. So awesome. Yeah, give me Bama minus six for sure. Bama minus six, huh? Yeah. Oof, I don't even I'm know. I'm gonna go out I'm on gonna... a limb and say Alex is taking Clemson. I doubt it. You don't think Alex would take Clemson plus six? No, we've talked about it before, but I don't. Clemson is his team, dude. What are you talking about? Yeah, but I'm pretty sure he liked Alabama. I don't. I can't say for sure, but pretty sure. You know what? I'm gonna pass them. I'm gonna take Alabama too. I'm gonna roll Alabama. That's more of a flip of a coin. I mean. Nick Saban's arguably the greatest coach of all time right now. So if he wins this, just pretty much cementing the legacy. I don't know how you could be how a lot of these like Curb Curb Street um, type guys are are calling Trey Wingo are calling them like the greatest team of all time. Have you heard that? No, I haven't. Yeah. So I mean, they're just saying that this is like his greatest team of all time from top to bottom. So. I don't see how that team loses. You know, Clemson's defense is great, but we'll see. They've got they've got like four receivers that could potentially go like first to second round or I mean, go in the NFL draft. I mean, they're the two best teams by far. It's yeah, it's that's not close, but I mean, that that team is just loaded and then Tua, have you seen Tua throw the ball? Yeah. That dude puts the ball up in the air like 60 yards like on a dime regularly he doesn't miss a lot of throws I think he was 24 for 27 last game with four touchdowns so he had more touchdowns and incompletions like that right there is like what the how you know yeah for sure so roll Alabama let's go that's that's gonna be a good one that's I'm looking forward to that game roll tide dude Santa Clara how far is that from from you and I Santa Clara is like just south of San Jose, I think. So like eight hours? Well, no, not quite. Six. Probably more like six for you. Hold on one second. I mean, you can move on. I, I'm going to – how much are tickets to that game? That would be a badass game to go to. Tickets are going to be expensive, I'll tell you that. One of my buddies went uh, – one of my work buddies went to the uh, the Alamo Bowl, I think. It, or was it the Alamo Bowl, the one down near you? Holiday Bowl? Qu- Holiday, yeah, holiday. Excuse me. Utah Northwestern. Did you did you go to that, or did any of your buddies go to that? Actually, uh, Liam, one of my good did friends, he? he works nice. for the Holiday Bowl. No kidding. Yeah, he's uh, well, he manages Holiday Bowl's social media. So go oh, shoot, that's go, cool. Go follow the Holiday Bowl on Instagram. Yeah, shout him out. Liam's a good dude. Yeah, so uh, he's all about it. Hey, tickets one thirty five right now. Not bad. 135 for nosebleeds? Yeah. That'd be an electric game to go to. That'd be one of the best games you'll ever go see live, though, for sure. Yeah, that would I'm be all about, one. like, I like going to high school. I like going to college. Like, uh, in two days, n- n- this coming Friday, I'm going to go see Sierra Canyon play um, Mayfair, Sierra Canyon basketball. Okay. Dude, 
That team is ridiculous. Do you know who they? Do you know who they have? No, I don't follow high school. Dude, they got Kenyon Martin, son. They Kenyon Martin Jr. If you've never watched any of these guys, you should go follow, just look them up. Kenyon Martin's son. They have Cassius Stanley, and then they have Scottie Pippen Jr. These fools are ridiculous, dude. Jeez. Like these these kids have so much bounce that it's like what the hell. And then, but Mayfair has this dude named Josh Christopher. He's solid too. These these are four NBA guys. Mark my words. And I mean, twelve bucks to get in. So I love going to watch college and and high school games, like because these are guys that in four to five years are going to be in the league. Yeah, you know, no, for sure. Not all of them, obviously, but I love that. I love watching these guys develop. That's anyway. fucking awesome. I yeah. follow uh, Overtime on Instagram. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, dude. They they post uh, all this stuff about high school basketball and uh-huh. dude they're posting guys dunking like crazy and yeah they make they it post, look so they like easy scotty lewis yeah they, there's a couple jalen's there's this kid out of arizona his name's nico Mannion. have you ever heard of him oh yeah yeah he's solid dude <laughs> he, i love high school basketball especially right now like now more than ever they just there's so much hype about it like Lamelo, wherever he goes he gets a lot of hype um Oh, did yeah, you man. see Lamelo? Uh, there's whispers of him going on an official visit to USC. USC, I did see that. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, he because he's like, you know what? After the after UCLA did my brother wrong, I'm gonna go kill him. And it's like, uh, did they do him wrong or did he get, get caught red-handed stealing from LV in Paris or wherever? You fucking <laughs> idiot! Like, it was what fucking an, China, bro? China, yeah, Dude, what like kind way of worse. An idiot, dude. Have you ever been to the South Coast Plaza? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you walk in and it's like they almost like pat you down with their eyes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, especially like he doesn't stick out in China. I I know. It's like, okay, if if you didn't get caught by that security guard, you would have got caught by your big baller brand cameras following you around like, <laughs> what are you doing, dude? You don't have a second to sneak away and steal. He walk like, yeah, he walks into the store with like three cameras following him and yeah. like he swears like no one's watching. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> "Hey dog, like I'll cop us a couple wallets and I'll get, I'll, I'll shoot you like a, a necklace." Like, okay, Dude. dog. Uh let me go ahead and arrest you because you can't steal. Dude, have you ever watched uh, Ball in the Family on Facebook? <laughs> Hell no. Dude, it's a good show. I've watched every episode. Oh God! I'm not even like a really a fan of the Ball family, but bullshit. You have a BBB sweater, dude. Fuck that show's pretty good, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, I could see it being good because Lamelo and I like Lamelo a lot, and uh, Lonzo and and uh, Leangelo are all brothers, so it's like brotherly love shit. And they do, they do like rep their their uh, like day one friends, and they like you know they're pretty cool guys. They're pretty cool guys, so I could see how it'd be cool. It's just like. Yeah, yeah, like it makes you love Lavar. Like, yeah, Lavar's legit, dude. They, hey, no matter what, they do hold down their mom, dude. They love their mom and they like they respect them. They're good kids. They just they they have like a bad like uh, you know name in the in the public eye because of their yeah. dad. Yeah. Well, dude, if you watch the show and you see how Lavar supports uh, their mom after she oh, has yeah. that stroke, oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, it's like no other man. He is so committed to her; it is insane. Right. He. I don't hate Lavar. I just, um, I don't agree with some of the things he does. But dude, 
Talk about a guy who took his family from basically like just three kids that are, yeah, they're good. They're good athletes. Lonzo makes the league either way. But the other two, I don't know if they get nearly the publicity as they have recently or have now because his dad just basically put them all on. Like, Yeah, 100%. If you don't respect the man for just as a as like a – a, a role model and an entrepreneur and everything else, you're just kind of an idiot, you know? Yeah, I mean, he spewed a bunch of bullshit and got him where he is. So Fake it till you make it, dude, baby. Dude, can't hate on that at no, all. Not at all. All right, let's move on to some NBA. Um, the You know, we can't talk too far in advance with the NBA because lines don't come out till like a couple days ahead. But one game coming up this week on Thursday is Rockets plus eight at the Warriors. Big game. Actually, a pretty big spread for how the Rockets have been playing. You you talked about it earlier. James Harden has been on an absolute fucking tear. The Rockets are 9-1 and one in their last 10. You know, interestingly enough, the one loss in their last 10 was a saucy pick. <laughs> Was it really? Of course. <laughs> yeah, it was the That's one awesome. game against the Heat. So Alex had picked that one game that they lost. They're nine and one. Golden right. State's only six and four. Um Chris Paul is out. Eric Gordon is questionable. So That's tomorrow. That's oh tomorrow, shit. TNT. Shit, today is fucking Wednesday. Yeah, dude. Already halfway through the week. Damn, the holiday messed me up. That is tomorrow. Wow. Yeah. So I'm going to put this out tomorrow morning. Cool. So if you're listening to this tonight's game, what I do you think? That, that's a tricky game. Um, it's at Golden State, so that's the first thing that jumps off off the page at me. Um, but like I said, the way, that, the way that the Warriors were playing, I think has a lot to do with that line because – they were playing very poorly. Lately, they've been playing better. Clay's shooting better. Their defense is ratcheted up a little. But James Harden, even though he drops forty, it seems like regularly, and he has ten assists, ten, uh, you know, five rebounds or whatever. Yeah. And he has solid uh, players. It's just I don't know if he's getting the credit yet because Vegas is like, uh, are they back? Are they there yet? Chris Paul's out. That accounts for some points, but. I think Houston probably covers that spread. I mean, That's, nobody, not anybody, no one in the league can cover James Harden one-on-one. Right now, he's the MVP. He's overtaken. I said last week Steph Curry was my MVP. James Harden in the last week has taken it over. Like I said, dropping 40 a game average, like threes after three after three in your eye. He he gets fouled whenever he wants. He's he's unguardable. KD's unguardable from a, from a sheer like um you know physical standpoint because yeah. he's seven foot and he can stroke it from anywhere get to the rack whenever he wants but it, uh, give me a guy that, that's going to get me a point no every time and it's james harden one way or the other yeah he's so right there i'm saying like there's 30 you know minimum 30 and then eric gordon Ger- gerald green's been playing really well lately yeah uh clint capella is good for probably 15 i don't know if alfonso mckinney and uh jordan bell can do much against clint capella he's a stud. he's a stud you know um I, I don't see i mean pj tucker is good for probably eight to ten i i think that unless a golden state just scores like 120 130 uh houston covers that line do you think it's important if uh, 
Eric Gordon plays. Actually, I'm looking at it now, and it looks like he's been downgraded to out, so Eric Gordon's not playing. Do you think that's a big deal? Because when I watch Houston, I feel like he plays a pivotal role, actually. He does, yeah. He definitely he, – he is like their Chris Paul number two in a way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he's a savvy veteran. He's, he's probably a better shooter than CP3 uh, outside, which is what the Rockets do. They just – they put up three after three. Um, not as not as great like fundamentally in the paint, you know, just because Chris Paul is a great to do one of the best to ever do that. But yeah, he him not playing is big. But I mean, it's hard to argue against the way James or yeah James Harden's been playing. They just picked up Austin Rivers. Do you think that has anything to do with it? Um, with He's the probably, huge I mean, spread with what? What are you ex- asking exactly? Like I mean, is he gonna is he gonna do enough? in that to fill that void to fill the void of chris paul probably no no no, not. not not chris paul to fill the void of eric gordon oh no even i think yeah. i really like eric gordon so, i think he's solid i like eric gordon a lot i hate austin Rivers. <laughs> so it's kind of funny because all three of those guys used to be clippers yeah yeah so i was watching last last rockets game i was watching they were talking about how Rivers and CP used to be teammates and how Chris Paul hates Austin Rivers. Yeah. And uh, they're like, well, maybe it's because Rivers' dad was the coach. So yeah, hopefully, yeah, yeah. hopefully it'll be better here, but it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. So, yeah, I mean, you look at the Ro- the Rockets lineup, after Eric Gordon's out, their next guy, I mean, they have Gerald Green, like I said, their next really good, the guy, their next guy that's doing anything right now is Daniel House. I think he's a rookie or a second-year guy. Um, he's a small forward, though, which he's not a guard. They're, really, their only guards are Gerald Green and, and Austin Rivers. So I think that might be where Vegas is getting that line because they're saying, okay, we'll give, you the, we'll give you 40 from James Harden. Where's the yeah. other 60 going to come from? Yeah. That's you know what point. I mean? So you look at Clay. Clay's gonna, you know, do his thing from for the perimeter. There's not a guy on the on the Rockets that's gonna be able to guard KD, Steph either. Uh, James Harden, not a great defender. Definitely an improved defender, but not a great defender. Uh, now that I see Eric Gordon out, I think I'm gonna go ahead and switch. Really, Eric Gordon's that big of a, an influence in my eyes. Yeah, because I mean, where's the other sixty gonna come from? That's a good. You have point. to score a hundred to even fuck with the Warriors. That's a good point. Maybe, maybe that is why the line. I think that's got to be it because, um, as much as Eric Gordon isn't worth like three or four points in Vegas's eye, like regularly, minus Chris Paul, and then the next man up behind Eric Gordon, that's where they're getting that line from. Fuck! But the Rockets have been playing. Okay, give me. I'll give you fifty from James. Where's the other fifty gonna come from? You're right. I feel like I feel like the line is begging you to take the Rockets. Um, so let me just tell you. Uh, let Let me see what Golden State's averaging right now. I'm just gonna check real quick. Averaging for points per game. Yes, sir. One eleven. Okay. So if James goes for fifty. Oh, you know what? The- that was their defense. They're. 115 116 okay. so my my point exactly james, <laughs> even if james goes for 50 where's 65 points coming from i don't see it so you know 
And James probably not going to go for 50. KD is going to lock that shit up. Clay is going to lock that shit up uh, as best as they can without, you know, actually locking that shit up. Right. Okay. Give me that. So, yeah. Give me the Warriors. Yeah. You know what? I think I, I'm going to agree with you on the, I, Eric Gordon's too big of a deal. I mean, if you had one or the other of Chris Paul or Eric Gordon. Yeah. I, yeah. Definitely. Obviously, those guys it's are game. good are good for like 20, but now the Rockets are looking around going, well, we, we just dumped Trevor Ariza. Like, damn, we really could use another perimeter guy except because Gerald Green to me is like a Lance Stevenson. He could do, he could go for 20, but he could also go two for 14 and like strum his air guitar. And (laughs) (laughs) did you see Westbrook strum the guitar in his face today? I did. And then who who did it? Somebody did it last week, last game too. Oh, really? I didn't see that one. Yeah, I think it was against the Kings, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, you know what? Uh, one of the a point, well, last thing about that, just about that air guitar, that means he's getting into people's heads. So, I mean, even if you hate Lance Stevenson, if the Lakers could somehow get another piece, he's like a scrappy guy, like, oh, yeah. you know, uh, he just, he messes with you. You know what I mean? Yep, agreed. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Dude from the Clippers. Why can't I think of it? He was on the Rockets. God damn it. The guard, black dude. Fuck. Ah. Now you're making me job. I like his game a lot, too. Clippers, huh? Yeah, he's locked down defender. He always goes at wet. Oh, uh, Beverly. Be- yeah, yeah, Patrick Beverly. Fuck. Great defender. So he gets in your head, you know, but they just don't. They're Getting in the head is one thing, but unless you're playing for something, it's like, okay, you know. Beverly does it differently. He's like the most intense dude of all time. Yeah. I love his yeah. game though. He's he's a gamer. Yeah. All right, let's move on to some NFL wild card. Oh, actually, forgot to get my pick. I'm going to go with the Warriors also. Yeah. So, let's move on um to the NFL wild card. Two games Saturday, two games Sunday. First game we got is Colts plus one and a half at the Texans. They're division opponents, so they played twice this year. They played week four. The Texans took it on the road, 37-34. to 34. And then week 13, they played again. But the Colts took this one, 24-21. Both road teams winning, both very close games. Um, in my eyes, it's a game to stay away from gambling. Um, unless you have a uh, strong opinion one way or the other, it's a division game or like they're in the same division. They played each other close as hell twice this year. Is this a coin flip for you? Well, yeah, it is a coin flip. I mean, do you, I know you had Andrew Luck, so I'm not sure if you watched him more religiously than anyone else or if you paid attention to the Colts at all just because of that. I mean, I did a little bit. You did? Why do you ask? Well, no, I was just like, did you see things that maybe receivers weren't catching good balls? Or, you know, if you watch certain teams, you know. No, not necessarily. Gotcha. Well, it just kind of depends on a a few different things. I mean, Andrew Luck, he's playing well, but I'm still curious to see how many games he's he's played in the the postseason. And then on the flip side, you got Deshaun Watson, who has a true number one who catches everything. That man, De, De, uh, uh, De, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, dude. Do you dude. watch? Have you have you watched the Texans? You have some fucking memory loss on those names over there today. 
I know. Yeah, I've watched the guy. Dude, of course I watched like Hopkins. Are you kidding me? Stick, it's like he has stick him on his gloves, dude. dude. Like he catches everything. Yeah, he's uh, unreal. Yeah, he is. He really is. Their defense, they've got the guys on up front. You know, they've got some good corners. Um, I think the Texans probably take that. Even though Marlon Mack's been running well, it's kind of like two opposites to me. Like the the Colts have the better rushing attack and then the, the – the Texans have the better passing attack, you know. Lamar I'm, Miller. I'm surprised that you think that Deshaun Watson is more consistent than Andrew Luck. I don't know if he's more consistent. He just he doesn't have to be as precise because it, he's got the guy that's like, okay, he's kind of like my safety valve. Every time I can just put it near him and he's going to go get it. That's Whereas, true. But look at what Andrew Luck did this year with the weapons he has. Yeah, okay. Killing it. Ten and six, eleven and five. It's close everywhere you look at it. It's close. It's just to me, you take away T. Y. Hilton, and it's like, who else do you have? Who do who else do you have to worry about? Yeah, you know what I mean. I get your point. I get your point. Um, so, the I think the line is accurate. I think, like you said, it's a game that I really don't like. But yeah, um, I would stay away from it too if I was looking to bet my own money. I mean, the Colts, four of the, four in a row, starting with the Texans, last four wins. The, the Colts are nine in their last ten. And that was the Houston Texans for a minute, right? They, didn't they go on like a big run? The Texans themselves are eight and, eight and two in their last ten. Right. They, yeah, they so, went on a nine-game win streak, I think it was. Yeah, so, I mean, Both if teams, it, does, I mean, it, if it doesn't get much closer than just everywhere you look, you know what I mean? Yeah. I agree. So, to be honest, I don't. I I did take a parlay. I'll show you. I'll tell you the parlay. I put a hundred dollars. I put a hundred dollars on this parlay too. Uh oh. I took the Col- I did take the over on the Colts Texans. I got it at forty seven. It's moved to forty eight and a half. Interesting. So, okay. So I took the over. So people have been plugging the over. I took the Seahawks straight up. Okay. And then I took the Chargers straight up. A hundred to win nine hundred, so a grand total. It so, was it was just over Seahawks Chargers, over Seahawks Chargers, nine to one odds. So I mean, I'm we're gonna get into all those games, but I did not like the Texans and the the Colts picking a winner on that game. Interesting. So you threw away a hundred dollars instead. That's right. <laughs> there you go, folks. That's a real disciplined gambler for you. <laughs> you're fucking insane dude you, you don't think alex, that you and alex with your parlays yeah i don't know why i keep doing parlays but dude it watch. sucks you in fucking alex will text me like i did this 50 50 parlay to win like 15 grand yeah that one those are stupid though i know well that's what i say and then he's like i only missed by one this week yeah fucking it's one. always Every, you only missed by one always one always one so Hilarious. if you don't, yeah, whatever. We won't get into it. But we, yeah, I mean, we still love you, Saucy. Yeah, hopefully you're all right. <laughs> Haven't you not heard of him, dude? Or MIA, dude? <laughs> oh shit! I, He's yeah. in Australia. Yeah, he went down under, and so did his cell phone service. Damn. <laughs> no, yeah, I haven't talked to him. I hope he's having a good time. I wonder what he what what he went. Did he go there just for pleasure? Yeah, chits and giggles. I don't know. With his chick or what? No, he went with his cousin. 
Oh, that's right. He was telling us a little bit about that. Yeah. 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 I don't even know what they had planned. I talked to him a little bit about it, but he was still had like so much up in the air. He just went and winged it. Damn. Well, yeah. hopefully he's all right, man. All right. So you are taking who, who are you taking in this game? <laughs> Shit. Come on, bro. I'll you take the me. Texans. On on ESPN, I know this is one of your favorite things to look at is the matchup predictor. I I don't. It's not my favorite thing, but I I mean, if it's 61. saying one thing, if the matchup predictor is saying one thing, but like Alex is like heavy on the other way, I'll like look at it a little closer. You know what I mean? Yeah, sixty one percent Texans. So I did see that. I did see that. Actually, you'd be surprised. Like all the playoff games are pretty heavily favored according to ESPN's matchup predictor. Which Yeah, I mean for you would think for a minus one and a half line, like Vegas thinks it's gonna be close, but sixty one percent is like it's not like super close, you know? I know. I was very surprised by that. Yeah. Usually so. usually usually ESPN's like matchup predictor is fairly close or like reflective of the spread. Like right. well, in football if it's like near 65 percent it's usually like a touchdown yeah so that's why yeah i was surprised it, it really didn't match um the spread on this one well shit maybe i'll just throw 100 bucks on the texans then i mean if you want to trust that if you look deeply into how they <laughs> come just... up with that number it's not like super accurate it doesn't right if you could just pick that fucking stat oh espn says 65 percent. let me put, put it on that if they uh if they could easily predict winners, fucking sports betting would suffer. Yeah, yeah. So that being said, I'm going Colts. Fuck it. They just won. They just won at Texans a couple weeks ago. I'm going Colts. Sweet. I think it's, I think it's a coin flip, um, but I'm going Colts. All right, all right. All right, next Saturday game we're talking about is Seahawks plus one and a half at the Cowboys. I just told you I took them straight up on my parlay. So, I mean, the only thing that's that the Seahawks haven't had to me is the defense. You know, they lose Earl Thomas, like, what, first week? Mm-hmm. He flips off his crowd, and then it was just kind of like all bad from there for a while. And now you look, and it's like somehow they're like, what, 10-6, and six, they're back in it. They've got to play Dallas, who Dallas playing well. They're playing really well. They they picked Amari up, and that was a big, big move for them. Um, but in the past few weeks, if you've watched Dallas, they haven't been like super impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but on the flip side, and, and so Dallas not being impressive, da- Dak ha- doesn't have too much, you know, re- on his resume as far as playoffs. I don't even know if he's been in the playoffs for that matter. They squeak by the the Giants to sneak into the playoffs. So, I mean, a depleted-ass Giants team, they win by one point. And then you look at the the Seahawks, sneak past the the Cardinals, yes, but Russ is playing good. I mean, he's got some weapons. He's got Chris Carson, who's running the ball very effectively. He's got some receivers, Doug Baldwin, who's kind of just like an afterthought until like he's all of a sudden got – 100 yards and a couple touchdowns, you know. Um, Tyler Lockett's a big play guy. The Cowboys, the Cowboys' D isn't really what it was supposed to be, I, I don't feel like. 
you know? I mean, um, actually, they're ranked. Um, let me. They're ranked sixth in the league. Yeah, but is that an overall thing? For the whole season? Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. So just for for uh like kind of like a reference, week 17 they gave up 35 to the Giants. Weeks I just I I like to I, I'm a big believer in you you do how you do in the postseason and that's reflected on how you do heading into the postseason. Okay. If you just that makes take sense. a take a few shits and just like rest all your starters or whatever the case may be and you're heading into the playoffs 1 and 3, 1 and 4, 2 and 3 in your last 5. It's not a great way to go in. You know what I mean? Mhm. So, Cowboys 27-20 in week 16 against the uh the Bucks. They beat the Bucks. So they've won their last two. Seahawks beat the Chiefs. Yeah. Week 16. That's big. Big win. Big win. Big ass win. And right big there, win. they're like, okay, you know what? Now we control our own destiny. They go out there, they handle business in week 17, and it's it's like it's on now. Who's gonna stop us? The Cowboys? Hell no. You know, let me get back to the Chiefs and let us beat the Chiefs again. That's what they're thinking. Their defense is playing very, very well. Like I said, give me the Seahawks. Yeah, I see where you're coming with that one. I mean, that Seahawks Chiefs game. It, it, I don't think Seattle was supposed to win that game at all. No, definitely not. Like, at any point during the game either. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the Seahawks got out to the early lead. They stayed up the whole game, though. That was the Or they stayed up until 10-7, and then they stayed up for the rest of the game. So it's like they kind of went out there and handled business like boss like they I mean they didn't really they didn't waver they got down by three and it's like okay that's not a problem they showed some championship grit and Russell Wilson to me is like in the playoffs he's like Eli you know anything can happen he's not going to fold under pressure you know that Dak who knows yeah well yeah if you're picking quarterbacks you're definitely taking Russell Wilson no question about it well, I mean, I'm t- I'm picking quarterbacks in this one just because of like all the turmoil that Jason Garrett was having earlier in the season. It was like people were calling for his head. Somehow they're in the playoffs now. I mean, I mean yeah, Seattle. they went on a run starting midseason. They went on a run. Ten- yeah. Now, let me ask you this: uh, These two teams played week three. Uh, the Seahawks won at home, twenty-four to thirteen. Since it's so far, like so long yeah. ago. Do you think that plays any effect, or do you think they're new teams? Yeah, they're definitely new teams. I mean, they, the Cowboys didn't have Amari. Um, I don't even think Zeke was running too, too, like, crazy. That's the only thing is I think they that, that Vegas is like, okay, Zeke's good for, you know, he's good for at least 100 yards and a touchdown, right? Yeah. You'd, you'd have to bet that. So it's like, yes, I, I don't I, – I agree that – I mean – I agree that it's too far removed. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. What about you? I, you know, I was looking at ESPN. You know, you you talked about the matchup predictor. I was looking at the matchup predictor for this one, and it has Cowboys winning pretty favor favorably. Um, okay. I tend to also agree that the Seahawks should take this. Um, I think putting the money line bet on them is a good bet. Um, them and the Chargers both. 
But uh, so here's yeah, my th- just here's Russell my Wilson. thoughts on that too. Yeah, I mean Russell Wilson, he he's kind of been an underdog his whole life. So I mean, especially now, it's like, do are they playing? Do they have anything at all to lose? I, and teams always say, what do we have to lose? But him especially, he's like, you know what? I wasn't even supposed to be here. Let's go get this paper, you know? Like, that's how he's feeling. Yep, I agree. I'm taking so, Seahawks. Yeah. All right. Well, that brings us to the Sunday games where we have Chargers plus two and a half at the Ravens. Now, these teams played in week 16, and the Ravens won 22 to 11. Um, it was a close game till the end. We actually picked that game on the podcast. Alex took his hometown Chargers, well, formerly hometown Chargers, and both you and I took the Ravens in that game. Ravens pull it out. Uh, I was looking at the stats earlier. They're Honestly, they're two of the best teams, both off offensively and defensively. They have great numbers. Um, the Ravens, I think, have the f- second defense in the league. Killing it. And one thing I want to point out, not that this is going to sway my pick or anything. Um, the Ravens' last loss was to KC, who is one of the best in the league. But other than that, um, you go all the way back to week nine against the Steelers when Joe Flacco was QB, which was obviously like a completely different team. Mm-hmm. So with Lamar Jackson at QB, They've really only lost to the Kansas City Chiefs, and that was a fucking close game, 24-27. to 27. Right. They're not a flashy team, that's for damn sure. No, they're not. So a couple things about the Ravens. The Ravens rely heavily, I mean pretty much solely on their defense. They have no other weapons. They have no weapons on offense. Not one guy on that offense is scary or intimidating to anybody. It's not – It's. I mean, it's productive. It gets the job done, yes, but – if I mean I know defense wins championships, but I'm taking I'm taking that Chargers team because it, it it's time you know it's it's Philip Rivers, um, it's kind of like his last shot, you know that's kind of the vibe I get from him like he he's consistently been good yeah but not good enough never good enough yeah. he's not good enough this year either to win. But they've quietly just been lingering and, and winning, 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 winning. And now what are they, 11-4? and four? Or yeah. I mean 11-5? Uh, and five? Yeah, I believe so. 12-4? and four? Either way, um, they, they went out there. They lost to the Ravens, yes, by 11 points without Mel- Melvin Gordon. That, that's a top five running back. And you, you go out and you lose by 11. So a touchdown and a field goal, basically. Um I think that kind of changes. I think that Lamar Jackson is good, not good enough to go out there and do it by himself, which he basically has been doing. They squeaked. They barely beat the Browns, and the Browns are a similar team in that they don't have too many like great players on offense, good players, but Baker has been kind of like the catalyst of that team. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I don't see it from the Ravens. The Ravens do have a great field goal kicker, and the Brown or the the Chargers have a horrible field goal kicker. I mean, he's not as bad as it was, but he's not. Yeah. He's nowhere near like 
Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker. Yeah, is. Justin Tucker is like best in the league. <clears throat> so if it if it they do lose, I could see it being a Justin Tucker field goal at the end and just ice it, you know, to yeah. win the game. Um, which is kind of a bummer. It would be kind of a shitty way to lose for the Chargers, especially because they've been playing great. I mean, that defense, though, the Ravens D, they it's not going to be an easy cover for them by any stretch. I think Hunter Henry's going to come back this week, if I read that right. You know, I think that's true. I think so, that's true. That right there, I mean, yeah, Antonio Gates is great, and he's going to go into the Hall of Fame, but at, what, 38, he's not a threat. You know, he no. might catch a touchdown here, a touchdown there. I don't know if you saw this, but he, I think he missed an incentive by like a touchdown and like 50 yards. Oh, it was really? like a million-dollar incentive. That would have been a nice payday. For him, yeah, his old ass. But Hunter Henry's going to be an interesting one. I mean, according to Stephen A., Hunter Henry's been balling out all year. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I think that that offense is going to have too many weapons. Philip Rivers is going to be fiery as all hell. Lamar, I don't see it from him. You know, I don't see him doing enough. He, he, I think he passes for like 100 yards a game. Michael Crabtree and John Brown being his two big weapons, like, I don't see it. Do you? You know, it's easy to say that because they're not flashy. They're not the superstar team. It's easy to look at Rivers, Melvin Gordon, Hunter Henry, these Keenan great Allen. players. and Yeah, Keenan Allen also. Um, it's easy to look at them and be like, oh, well, Chargers have all these great players. How are they not going to win? Um, but the Ravens have just been moving the ball consistently. I mean, their their play calling is so interesting because they run so often, and but they run so differently every time. Right. They're running side to side, um, and then they'll bust out a pass every once in a while, catch you off guard. Their defense is playing fucking great. One thing that I didn't take into consideration the last game, even though we picked the Ravens, um, which I think is a bigger deal than – and no one's really talking about it, is Eric Weddle is the captain of the fucking Ravens defense. Right. And he played with Rivers for yeah. how long? He knows he everything that's going on. That's true. That That's a good point. You make a valid point there. So here's the thing about that. Eric Weddle, yeah, he's a solid-ass safety. Don't get me wrong. But when the Chargers beat the Chiefs, they they – Almost beat the Chiefs at their own game, and I like uh, Philip Rivers was rolling out more than he normally does. He's he's pretty mobile for how old he is, but <laughs> it's like it's almost like they were like okay, um, they they see these quarterback options and they see these kind of like new age plays, and they're like, well, let's try it against him, and and it worked. And then on defense, they were like, okay, I know that they have Tyreek Hill, I know that they have all these guys. If we can take away or neutralize Patrick Mahomes, that's all that matters. And so they had their linebacker kind of doing like a spy as well as the safety over the top doing a spy. And it worked. It was like, we're just going to kind of be like magnets to wherever Lamar goes. We're not going to worry about it because he's going to beat us. Patrick Mahomes, he's going to beat us with his arm. Like he he's not going to be, he's going to do what he does with his arm no matter what. Yeah. Whereas, and then you... But uh, mobility-wise, Lamar Jackson and, and Mahomes about even, I would say, right? And Mahomes? I mean, Mahomes, great runner. He, okay, yeah, maybe, but he's not uh, maybe the edge goes play. to Lamar. Okay, Lamar Jackson getting 20 carries a game. Well, because 
this that's going to where my point's going because he can't throw the ball. So what they're going to do, they're going to do that same little deal where they put the safety over the top, except they're going to bump that safety up 10 yards, and now you've got a double QB spy. And if you can beat a safety and a linebacker, Lamar Jackson, go out there and prove me wrong. But I don't see him being able to make enough deep throws and for that defense to be able to just continuously just go out there three and out, four and or I mean uh, six and out, like – I, I see a lot of like quick punts from the the Ravens, not a lot of sustained drives, and that's just because the Chargers are going to take away that run. And I'd be surprised if Lamar Jackson breaks sixty yards on twenty carries at thirty, or how many carries he gets. That's interesting. Yeah, um, that, that 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 Chiefs game was a very interesting game. The Chargers did uh, surprise me there. I think. I think the general consensus is that the Ravens snuck into the playoffs. And I don't think enough credit is being given to how well they're actually playing. Um, and the Chargers are like actually the opposite. They are the wild card, but they're considered one of the best teams because they had such a stellar record. Right. Um, man, it's close. It really is close. It's close, but I honestly don't think it's going to be that close when all said and done just because – like I said, they're going to take away Lamar Jackson's wheels. Like, they don't have a running back. Who are the running backs? Gus Edwards and, what, Kenneth Dixon? They've been doing the damn thing, though. They have. They have. I'm not saying they're a bad team. I just don't see how they win in advance when it when defense wins championships, yes, but you have to put some points on the board. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, but I can, can say this. Sa- you can – no, yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you there. I, but I don't know. I just think that Melvin Gordon's return is going to be very, very big and impactful because um, now you've got to worry about, at the very minimum, you've got to worry about uh, Keenan and Melvin, and then Hunter Henry comes back. And then you look across the board, and you've got Mike Williams, who's been balling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, Chargers have a ton of weapons. It's definitely their best the chance. Weapons. Like if 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 the if they can give Philly any type of protection, and you know if they don't, he's gonna be all up in their ass, saying one of his fifteen kids is gonna come and beat him. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't I, know. I, I don't know if Hunter Henry steps in so seamlessly. I mean, he hasn't played all year. We'll okay, see. Not seamlessly. We'll but see. It's a weapon. Yeah, it's a weapon, but we'll see how effective they are. They haven't played together all year, so I don't know. I think at the very, I think tight end is the least thing you have to worry. That's your safety valve. Okay, you know, I you know coming into this discussion, I was kind of fifty fifty, probably favoring the Chargers, but I think I talked myself into taking the Ravens, so I'm going Ravens. All right, fuck it. All right. Last game on the docket. We got Eagles plus five and a half at the Bears. Um, let now the um, Bears are seven and one this year at home. Really good home team. Um, they have the number one defense, decent offense. Can Nick Foles pull it out, or do you think the Bears just roll by him? I'm going to let you tackle this one first. I want to see what your thoughts are. Okay. Um, honestly, I don't know how healthy Nick Foles is. He had a rib injury. Right. If that if that affects him at all, I think it's going to be a struggle for them, especially going against 
Khalil Mack in that Bears defense, man, if they can hit him and hit him off in, it's going to be a long night for him. Um, mm-hmm. The Bears have been consistently um, underappreciated all year. Yeah. I I don't see them losing this game. Now the question is, will they cover? Um, five and a half. It's a decent amount of points to cover. I think I'm going to go with the Bears. I, You know, you see what they did to the Vikings last week. I think they keep going. They keep rolling. The year they're having, there's no way they lose first round. Fair enough. So the Bears came into this season. Um, their, their projected win, loss, their wins were six, their total wins. Six. six. Projected. And I took, I took the under on that. Okay. <laughs> so – Talk about a team that overperformed. They get Khalil Mack, and it's just like one guy just it's like God shined a light down on him. It's like, Whoa. all right, you, you guys are there. Don't forget about Trubisky, dude. He came out of nowhere. No, he, he did come out of nowhere. I mean, for a second-year guy to come in and do what he's done, can't take anything away from that dude. He's he came out. He balled every single game. I, I don't care if he did, if they lost or they won. He did his thing every game. Um the Bears have some weapons. They do. They've got the defense, obviously, but they've got some weapons on offense. A couple running backs who are nice change of pace guys. Allen Robinson. Um, it's just. Then you look at the Eagles and the Eagles with Wentz and all this hype around Wentz and Wentz this, Wentz that. They just won the Super Bowl. They're gonna be. They're going back to back this or that, whatever. And then they just kind of like have a big letdown. You know, Wentz. They're talking about shipping out Foles at the end of the season, and I don't know why they would do that because they're they're basically putting all their eggs in Wentz basket. When you look at the offense that Nick Foles can provide, it's like a totally different Eagles team. It's like they picked up three new receivers, and they've they've got zero new receivers. You know, the Alshon has just had like a a reemergence. Nelson Aguilar is catching the long balls like he used to. And their running backs are running with authority again. Everybody's like believing, like you know, it's the Christmas miracle all over again. Like you look at the Bears, the overperforming Bears at six six wins, they come in, they get twelve. But is there a greater comeback story than Nick Foles winning the fucking Super Bowl? Well, last year, I mean, that was a great story. But yeah, I mean, you're talking about how Nick Foles is playing so great, um, which he has the last couple of weeks. But don't forget, he had a chance. To- this the start of the year Carson Wentz was out and Nick Foles played like shit right so that that to me means that he he's just a different guy when it counts that's true so so you look Eli does Eli deserve two championships I think not but he's a different dude in the postseason you don't really want to see Eli in the postseason there's just there are certain guys that are just killers they make things happen you know Eli is a freaking Hall of Fame guy now because of two games. Is he Hall of Fame guy? Oh, that's a fucking whole nother discussion. Eli is Hall of Fame. I would put anything on that. Interesting. All right. Anyway, so Foles, you look at him, he was there's no way he was supposed to beat the Patriots. And yet he did. If Foles wins this Super Bowl, is he a Hall of Fame guy? If Foles wins this Super Bowl, he's like a top ten quarterback of all time. <laughs> no doubt about it. That's fucking amazing. You don't agree? You know, I haven't really thought about it too much. That's, I have to actually think about that. That's an unbelievable 30 for 30. Oh, yeah. That's a great story. So, 
I think the Eagles somehow, some way are going to actually win. I don't even think it's going to be um, – I think it's going to be like a touchdown. Eagles way. Wow, dude. If you really, If you really think that – and you took Eagles money line. That is a parlay, freaking multiplier right there. Yeah, but that's also a game that you're just gonna have to sweat out until the end when it's like, it's not. It's just gonna make it not fun. <laughs> you know, I don't think it's gonna be like a big time blowout, but I think seven points Eagles way, and you're gonna see Trubisky um, realize that he doesn't. He's not. He doesn't have enough. He yeah. can't. He can't provide enough. He's good. He's really damn good. But um, when your best catch, pass catcher is Trey Burton, uh, it's not. I, which Trey Burton, I believe, is the guy who threw the touchdown, right? To Nick Foles, the the Philly special. Was it? I think so. Oh, I don't remember. Anyway, yeah. So interesting little stat. If I'm correct, I could be wrong. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. Give me the Eagles all day. Um, over that Bears team, even though the Bears defense is like, is a crazy team. Yeah, uh, you and Alex always talk about how uh, teams don't change their trajectory in one year. Um, I tend to think that that is more true in the NBA and the NFL. There is a little more parity, so it has a tendency to sway one way or the other a little more drastically. Um, but that's a good reason to take the Eagles. For sure. They have the playoff experience. I'm still rolling bears. There you go. But, um so we'll get we'll get all Saucy's picks. I'll send him a shoot him a text and hopefully he's alive to uh get us his picks so we can make up even more ground on him. There you go, yeah. I need to this is a big week. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's fun week for sports, I'll tell you that. Hell yeah. Well that kind of wraps it up, dude. All right, that uh, oh, final thing. Did you did you see the Mayweather boxing thing? Oh my god! Well, obviously I didn't joke. watch it because I have no, no clue what channel not. it was on. Yeah. But three knockdowns in the first <laughs> round, and the fight ended like it was complete. Dude, the punches so. that Mayweather was landing were like he was throwing haymakers and shit. Just it was like, dude, Floyd, like you're making yourself kind of look like like um, what's the word? I don't know. He's like degrading his career or something, you know, like money hungry or something. Celebrity death match or some bullshit. But nine, he made nine million. Are you kidding me? For no, like I know, but two it's like, of work? dude, like what? Why are you fighting that guy? What for, did that... for nine million, bro? No, I know, I know, but damn, dude, like apparently that guy's a big deal over there. He's twenty years old. Yeah, but like an up and coming star, like for sure, like in the MMA world. Okay, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I the whole was thing kind of was a complete shit. shit show. I can't believe it actually even went down. It, yeah, I know. It was out of nowhere, too. All of a sudden, I'm looking through Twitter, and it's like, watch Floyd demolish Tunjin or whatever. Yeah, I, did, I, like, I didn't realize it even happened until afterwards, and it was like, oh, he killed him in the first round. Like, yeah. Actually, I just remembered one other thing, too. Um, Antonio, do you see the latest in Antonio? Oh, the Antonio uh, Brown drama. Yeah, I. You know what I saw today is uh, George Kittle on Twitter. Oh yeah, put, sup AB. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, AB put like the eyes or something. Yeah, I put the eyes, and then he followed the Niners Instagram page. Fuck yeah, dude, that that'd was be great. hilarious. That was great. I, you know, 
I saw uh, Ryan Clark today on ESPN breaking down that whole drama, and he was talking about how he thinks it's time the Steelers move on from AB. And then Antonio called him an Uncle Tom. Did he really? Yeah, on, oh, underneath. Yeah. Oh, anyway, Ryan Clark, ex-safety for the uh, Steelers. Yeah, yeah. Old teammate. He knows best. But, yeah, it's, I, the Steelers let go of Antonio. It's like, what? Okay, Dude, you're... I tell you this. If the 49ers get Antonio Brown with uh, – Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo. And who is their running back that got hurt? Brita or Jarek McKinnon. Jarek McKinnon. Dude, yeah. they're going to be a good team next year. Are with, they? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, it, I, it's I a won, big if. I won 70 bucks off Chris and Michelle this year. Uh, they they thought that the Niners would make this, the playoffs. Even with Garoppolo, you think they make the playoffs? With Garoppolo and McKinnon, I think they're in the hunt. I okay. think they're in the hunt. Well, I hope that they're healthy next year because I'm taking the same bet. <laughs> <laughs> Niners suck, dude. No way. Niners need like five guys, and they'll be all right. Interesting. Anyway, Interesting. dude, so, AB Super a Bowl pick. pick. Let's go. Okay, Super Bowl pick. Ooh, man, I haven't even thought about this one. Um, uh, I know. While you're I, thinking about it, while I'll, you're thinking about. Okay. Sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry. I was at work today, and this guy, uh, the the, it's like 25 guys in a meeting room every Wednesday. And there, one guy goes telling everybody about how he was at the Holiday Bowl, and he, it t- somehow it got into the the Super Bowl. And then at like fifteen guys were talking. I'm fairly new to this company too. Fifteen mm-hmm. dudes are all just shooting the shit like one over the other. And the guy goes, "All right, everybody, shut the fuck up. I want to hear Fred talk." And I was like, "Huh?" And they're like, "Yeah, I, you and James always talking about this and fantasy and what do you think?" And I was like, "Well." You know, it's hard to bet against Tommy like at any at any stage of his career and then the greatest coach, greatest quarterback of all time together. Like, how do you bet against that? No one else makes second half adjustments like that. And an interesting thing today that I wanted to bring to your attention. Okay, Gronk this whole year done nothing, right? Yeah. I don't even think Gronk has played in their last couple Super Bowls because he's always hurt because he balls in the regular season. What if this is like Belichick's way of saying, you know what? He's unguardable. Like, he could get the touches. Yes, he's a different player. What if they're like, we're going to win 11 games no matter what? So let's just fucking not use him. Wow. That Dude, is I was some... thinking about that in the car today. I was like, I, I, I watched Gronk a lot because I like watching the winning teams. That's why I like watching the Warriors. That's why I like watching John Jones. So I'm thinking like, Okay, yes, he's a different guy. He's not as durable. He's not as like fast or lum- agile, but he's still Gronk. His hands are still there. He's still, to me, a top three tight end when he's right. Okay, so if they're think if the Patriots are looking at and they believe that too, that's their guy. And yeah. he think I think he's only what twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah, he's not that old. He's not old, but so, he has a lot of miles on him. He, he does have has a, so that's my point. a lot. That's my point. That's my point. Like they know that they're not. That there's no reason for them to go undefeated. He's by far their best pass catcher if he's healthy. Julian Edelman's just like the icing on the cherry or on the top. Um, so they're like, this is their greatest ploy of all time. Like Gronk's over. He's over the hill. Don't worry about him. And then all of a sudden, he's gonna drop like three touchdowns a game, and they're just gonna fucking coast into the Super Bowl. 
Okay, so you think in the playoffs, so you think he starts playing next dude, I don't, next game? I don't, I don't think he's gonna continue to goose. There's no way a guy like that goes from being the the most dominant guy on the offensive side of the ball to just this shit guy. So when and then and then and then the biggest one is gonna be Belichick coming out and going, yeah, you know, we knew we were gonna win 11 games in the regular season, so. We just figured, why why give Rob all those miles? Just let him go out there and block and just do his thing. Make sure he doesn't get hurt. And then he just comes out and torches the rest of the league in the fucking playoffs and Super Bowl. Well, the one thing I'll tell you, if that is the case, which that is absolutely fucking nuts, if that is the case, there's no way Belichick comes clean to it. Dude. But he he, he plays it so close to the chest. He does, he does, but... What does he have to lose at that point? I just wanted to throw that out there. That was one of my theories. I'm like, when I'm betting the Patriots, I'm just like, they do everything right. They don't do stupid shit. There's no penalties. There's no, like, unsportsmanlike. There's no fucking arguing unless it's Tom, like, telling you, hey, you were wrong. Do this right next time, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's my pick. I mean, but I, I just wanted to put that out into the world. Like, if Tom Brady and Rob just fucking get back on the same page, how awesome that would be. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you who I'm rooting for. Rooting for, not necessarily picking, but um, the Saints. Alex yeah. put out the Saints back in September when they were plus 1,000. Did he bet that? I'm not sure. I he. Typically, he bets everything he puts out, so I wouldn't be surprised. Hopefully, he did, yeah. Um, but so I'll be rooting for the Saints just because I would love to see that um, come true. I'd love to blast that out on Instagram. That would be fun. Yeah, um, absolutely. But as far as my pick, I don't it, – it's hard to see any of the teams playing this weekend – other than I'd say the Chargers competing for the Super Bowl, I think the Chargers, if they so can get the Chargers, by this weekend, yeah, I was gonna say you picked the Ravens, yet you think they might win the Super Bowl. Well, if they can get by the Ravens, I mean, dude, you saw what the Ravens did to them two weeks ago, so yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, if they can get by the Ravens, the, I mean, the Ravens' tough defense, um, I think they're a decent pick, but I have a hard time believing the Patriots. They struggled this year mm-hmm. Tom missed a lot of throws yeah I I have a hard time believing that they'll be able to pull it out the Rams you've talked about before just don't have the playoff experience they don't have the discipline the Saints they've really been they started out the season great um, they've been kind of up and down as of recent looked really bad in some games yeah definitely um the Saints, the Chiefs would be a night, a fun Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, but realistically, the Saints and the Patriots, um, I don't see much. I don't see any two ways around that because that's just to me that's the two best teams. But so your pick is the Saints. No, my pick. Fuck. Yeah, I'm going Saints. Yeah. I I was tempted to take the Chiefs to be honest. Yeah. Very tempted, but I'll go Saints. Hearts with the Saints. Let's go, Breeze. I got a autographed Drew Breeze ball in my bedroom back at my parents' house. So nice. Did I'd you love, see? Love to get that one with another Super Bowl under his belt. 
Hell yeah. Did you, yeah, that'd be a nice little, uh, selling chip. <laughs> Did you see, uh, the stat? I think Andrew put it out. I had seen it earlier in the day on his Instagram. Did you see that? No. It was like, it was Drew Brees back in what, 2010? Oh, I did see that when they won the Super Bowl. 2009, yeah, when they won the Super Bowl and then this year, it's literally everything is the same. Cowboys, Bucks, Panthers is the only three teams that they lost to. Their number one seed just nine years later. Yep. So who knows? History repeats itself. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. So that wraps it up, huh? All right, that wraps it up. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you listen to this much of the episode, you are the shit. We thank you guys so much. Um, We appreciate the love. Uh, Go hit us up on Instagram at Saucy Picks Podcast. Love to hear from you guys. We'd love to interact. Um, Yeah, guys. uh, This is the new year, so we're... We're trying new things, seeing what works. So if you have any input, you know, feedback is key in any type of a business or any type of, you know, um, success. So uh, we don't succeed without you guys. If you have any thoughts or anything we could be doing better, let us know. We're going to try and not drop as many F-bombs as we have been, make it a little cleaner. We did a good job tonight. I didn't. I dropped a bunch of F-bombs. You did drop some F-bombs. I was noticing that. But you hit me up about that, and I was thinking, like, damn, I am saying F-word a lot. So trying to clean it up a little bit show the little ones i know a couple guys out there have kids but yeah drop some reviews drop some likes and uh looking forward to talking to your buddy who rated us oh yeah dj hopefully dj will be on the podcast soon we'll get alex back get dj on we got some big things planned for 2019 let's have some fun baby let's go all right we out